Good morning, and thank you for tuning in and listening to this week's message of hope on KBUR News Radio, 99.3 FM and 14.90 AM from First Christian Church of Burlington, Iowa.
Our scripture reading today comes from the Old Testament book of Daniel in chapter 6, verses 16 to 23. We invite the Spirit of God to be upon us as we hear God's word read in the midst of worship this morning. Then the king gave the command, and Daniel was brought and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you faithfully serve, deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, with the signet of his lords, so that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No food was brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then at the break of day, the king got up and he hurried to the den of lions. When he came near the den, there was Daniel. He cried out anxiously to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you faithfully serve, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, My king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so they would not hurt me. Because I was found blameless before them and also before you, O king, I have done no wrong. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no kind of harm was found on him because he had trusted in his God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God today for it. If you had to name your favorite kind of superhero, who would you say your favorite is? Any superhero that you can ever even think of, who would be your favorite? Maybe your favorite is Superman. Maybe Superman. Leap tall buildings, faster than a speeding bullet, fly through the air. But maybe he's not your favorite. Maybe Batman is your favorite. Who, though he doesn't seem to have any kind of supernatural powers, had some of the coolest and best gadgets, most amazing cars around. But maybe he's not your favorite. Maybe it's Spider-Man with his spidey sense and his amazing ability to stick to buildings and walls and climb as high as can be. But maybe he's not your favorite. Maybe it's Wonder Woman. Maybe she is your style with superhuman strength and power. Maybe she is your superwoman kind of role model. But maybe it's none of those folks. Maybe it's somebody off the beaten path. Way back in the middle of winter, on the Iowa Hawkeye men's basketball team's Instagram feed, they had this short little video of a story. And in this, the forward, Tyler Cook, went around practice one day and interviewed all the Iowa Hawkeye men's basketball players and asking them what their favorite superhero was. I mean, maybe practice was boring that day. And so he's interviewing everybody. A little player out of Bettendorf and there in the Quad Cities. He said that his favorite superhero wasn't Batman or Superman or anybody else. He said that his favorite superhero kind of person was his mom. I mean, maybe his mom was watching the video and so he needed extra points at home, but he said his mom. And so maybe that's it for you. Maybe in your life, superheroes don't have to wear capes. Moms and dads and police officers and firefighters and teachers and everybody else, maybe they are the real superheroes, people that you may not expect, people that don't show up on the evening news, but but nevertheless, Do amazing things in your life.
If that's the case for you, then you're in luck. We're starting a new sermon series here today called Superheroes. And in this, we're going to be talking about some people and characters in the Bible who have done extraordinary things. People that if they were around today, they would show up in blockbuster, huge, amazing movies. And so over the next six weeks together, we're going to pair the people up from the Bible with someone from a movie that we know, maybe have seen, to kind of highlight their qualities. Next Sunday, we're going to talk about Anna and Elsa from Frozen, along with Mary and Martha in the New Testament. We're going to pair up Peter Pan and Jonah, Martha, like the very best friend of Jesus, with Mary Poppins working behind the scenes. Also, Samson and Mr. Incredible. And a couple of times, on like a couple Sunday afternoons here in the next few weeks, we're going to have a little Sunday afternoon matinee to watch a couple of these movies. For, for no other reason simply, and that it's fun to watch them together here as a church family. And so we hope and pray that it'll be a great time of learning for all of us. And so we start today with the story that we heard about Daniel and the lion's den. And he's paired up with Simba from the Lion's King. Now, in case you don't have young children in your life and you have not seen the movie The Lion King 150,000 million times, let me refresh your memory about who Simba is. Simba is the son of Mufasa, the king of all the lions in all the lands. And Simba can't wait to be king. He even sings a song about how much he can't wait to be king. I thought about singing it today, but then you wouldn't come back for, for next week and like week two or four or five or six. And so I decided not to sing it. But, but Simba wants to be king and life is so great. But along the way, life takes a turn for the worse because his father Mufasa dies. And Simba is convinced that he is blamed for his father's death. And so he decides to run away. He leaves the pride lands and everything that he knows and loves, and he finds refuge in the jungle. Sometimes we know about this. There are times when we are wracked with guilt and troubles in our lives, the same way that Simba feels. And sometimes, instead of facing our problems, instead of running to our fears to kind of face them head on, we would much rather go and run and hide. Like if we hide from them, like they won't appear anymore, like they'll eventually go away, which of course never happens. Not dealing with our problems only makes them worse, we know. But that doesn't stop us from running and hiding, trying to forget they ever occurred. And so that's it for Simba. He runs and he hides. But while he's there, he meets these two friends, a meerkat and a warthog. Timon and Pumbaa, and they teach him about a new way to live, a new way to function in this world where there are no worries, they say. Hakuna Matata, they sing a great song about all of this. It is no passing craze, they say. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It is a problem-free philosophy, they say. Hakuna Matata. And there's something about that, about this song that they sing about finding joy in the here and now, not just at the end of life, not just in tomorrow or what we did yesterday, but living your life here and now with no worries. Akuna Matata is what they say. 
Now you may be wondering what in the world any of this has to do with Daniel from the Bible. Well, let me tell you. Daniel, you remember, was one of King Darius's 120 most faithful servants. In fact, he was the best of the best. He was number one out of all 120. And so because of this, all the other servants around him were jealous because he was like the teacher's pet. And so we heard this morning that these jealous ones convinced the king to make a new law that you can only worship the king. And the king agrees. And so this new law is put into place that no one else could pray to God or anybody else, only to him. But Daniel, we heard, keeps on praying to the Lord God Almighty, which naturally gets him in trouble. And so these jealous servants turn him in, and he finds himself getting tossed in the lion's den with a stone rolled there in front. And this is one of these parts in the Bible that, that don't you wish the Bible had pictures or like video clips or like Instagram photos or something because you would love to see and hear what it was like for Daniel when he first got in there with those lions. It probably would not be rated G, much more like rated R walking in with those lions. But, but maybe he was like, good kitty and like nice feline, like here have a ball or some yarn or something and kind of backed away. The Bible doesn't say it leaves us to our own imagination. What we hear is that when Daniel is in there, he prays for God to be with him, for God to keep him from harm. And so the Lord sends an angel and the angel is with him all night long, so much so that the angel keeps him safe. And when the stone is rolled away Daniel is there chilling out with the lions like no care in the world, like Hakuna Matata, no world's baby. I mean, life is as good as can be because the Lord has kept him safe. And so there's a lesson here, not just from Pumbaa and Timon and Simba, but from Daniel. I mean, how often in our lives do we spend looking to what's going to happen Tomorrow, and not just tomorrow, but how often do we look for victory at the end, whenever we get to heaven, whenever we graduate from high school and graduate from college, whenever we long and, and, and look for days whenever we can retire? I mean, how often do we count the days and the weeks and the months until the next vacation arrives? I mean, how often is it us that whenever we're stuck working for weeks and weeks on end, trying to get through a long and cold and snowy Iowa winter, that we're dreaming of spring and summer, of working in the yard and being outside, dreaming of being anywhere else but at that moment? I mean, it's all helpful and good to plan and be excited. But sometimes we spend so much time looking ahead that we forget to see where God is moving here and now. For if Daniel was only focused on getting himself out of that den, he may have missed the angel sitting right there beside of him. He may have missed where God was moving in that moment. And sometimes that's us. 
Sometimes we never see or experience the joy in the journey that we're on now. Even the struggles that we go through here and now because we're so focused on the end result. You see, it's like this. If you ever used to watch Bob Ross back on PBS, then like you know his shows are fantastic. In fact, whenever I was in college and like on those days when I was not watching Days of Our Lives, I was always watching Bob Ross because his paintings and his voice was like as soothing and as like as lovely as you could get. But the thing about his shows, if you only tuned in in like the last two minutes and all you saw was the landscape and the trees and the mountains and like the happy little clouds who live right there, as he always said, if you only saw how it ended up, then you would miss him starting with a blank white canvas and building the whole scene in the painting right before your eye. You would have missed all of that. How often do we miss God building a majestic scene in the canvas of our lives because we're focused on something else? How often do we miss the spirit and the love of God and the Almighty because we're so worried about what is going to happen tomorrow? Like if Daniel, he would have missed the angel sitting right there next to him because he was just trying to get out. I mean, even Jesus himself said, don't worry so much about the troubles for tomorrow. Tomorrow will have troubles of its own. The troubles for today are enough just for today. What that is, is hakuna matata. It's no worries because God is here and now and the presence of the Almighty is with us. There is joy to find in the struggle and the stresses of today. There is joy in the living of this day, in these hours, in this place. Not just in the victory at the end. But God and loved ones and angels here and now. Let us pray. O God of new life and hope, we pray that your spirit will bless us and be upon us. Help us, O God, not to be so worried about and focused on the things of tomorrow, the things that haven't even happened yet that we cannot change. Help us, O God, not always to be looking backwards at those mistakes that we've made, the wrong things that we've said, the words taken the wrong way. But allow us, O God, to see your grace and peace here and now. In this time, in your spirit moving among loved ones and friends, for it is here in this place that we're called to live and enjoy and find your blessing. Because we know that our lives are lived in the palm of your hands, that tomorrow is taken care of by your grace. And so for this assurance and peace, we give you thanks, O God. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message of hope from First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, here in Burlington, Iowa. We are located at 1221 Park Avenue on the south side of town, in between the airport and Dankwart Park. 
If you're looking for a church home or looking to find a relationship with Jesus Christ for the first time, we hope that you will join us for worship this Sunday morning. We have two services every week. Our traditional service is at 8.45 a.m. and features old-time favorite hymns and a wonderful anthem by our chancel choir. Our contemporary service is at 10.45 and features our amazing band and music that you hear from today's Christian radio. Both services offer a hope-filled and challenging message for today, activities for youth and children of all ages, and open communion for all who believe in Christ. There is no better way than to begin your week with worship, so I hope you will join us. You can find out more information by going to our website at www.burlingtondoc.org, and you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Burlington DOC. We hope you have a great week and share the love of God with someone today. 